So uh, probably in our school days, we had the experience of being in a, a mixed class. I went to a, a town school, so there were actually 33 in my class from second class until sixth class. So a fairly large number of students, considering there was one teacher and one SN, the, the SNA was for the school, not for the class. We had one SNA for the whole school. Uh, so we had one teacher for 33 lads. Um, illegal today, actually, when you think of it. Uh, but you've often seen in, in teaching uh, that if there are some who have a greater need, they get more attention, they get more time, because they need it, because they need it. Like if, if they're struggling to understand something, they're going to need more of the teacher's time. Similarly, in, in families, if there is a sick family member, uh, that family member, say if it's a child, for example, that child may require a lot, a lot of time. Uh, what can be challenging for both parents, well, there's, I think there's two groups that are challenged here, the parents and the other children. So the, often the, the, the child that's, that's sick obviously is, gets, gets a lot of attention because they need it, because they, 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 they're going through a very difficult or traumatic time. Uh, but what can be very challenging for parents is to, to balance that with the needs of all the other children as well, the two or three or four other children who maybe aren't as physically sick but still need mom and dad. Uh, I, I think of that when, when we talk about today's gospel. It's the, the gospel of Jesus leaving the 99. And leaving the 99, like, it, it sounds crazy. It just sounds completely ridiculous. What man among you with a hundred sheep losing one would not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the missing one until he found it? Again, that sounds kind of crazy. You've got a hundred sheep, you've got 99 there in the wilderness, uh, and you're going to leave all of them because this one rebel, and maybe, 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 it's, the only, maybe it's the little sheep's fault. Maybe, maybe, maybe you told him where the grass was. You indicated where the grass was. And he says, I'm going that way. Maybe it's his own fault. So maybe it's like, leave him go. Fine, if that's what you want. <laughs> but he doesn't. He doesn't. So you leave the 99 in the wilderness and go in search of the one. That makes no sense until you're the one. The idea of leaving the 99 just sounds abs like absolute insanity until you're the one he leaves the 99 for and he comes in search of you. Then, then it makes sense. There are times, I think, for, for most of us when uh, at, at some point we resist or rebel or push back or even are just happy enough with the status quo. We're happy enough just to stay where we are. So it's not a bad place. The Lord is calling us to better, but this isn't bad. It's not as bad as all them other people. So we're okay, and we're happy enough here. And we accept a kind of a spiritual plateau and don't actually want anymore because we don't want to pray deeper, pray more, root out of our lives, whatever needs to, to go. So we're just happy enough with this kind of spiritual plateau. And the Lord then is calling us to more. We're like, nope, nope, nope. No thanks, I'm good, I'm good, I'm fine. And so we accept this spiritual maybe mediocrity even when the Lord is calling us to so much more. So the Lord then, he has to leave the 99 and come in search of us and shake us up a bit and, and bring us, and like, 
I, 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 uh, it depends on the sheep, I suppose, <clears throat> but the sheep may be lost. The sheep may be hungry when you find it, so maybe, maybe the sheep will come running to the shepherd because the shepherd normally provides food. So maybe the sheep will be delighted to see the shepherd. Maybe the sheep is caught in a bush or in brambles or in thorns and can't free itself, and especially before they're shorn when sheep are hairy or woolly, um, if they get stuck in something, they actually, they, they, there's no fight. If you've ever worked with sheep or lambs, like there's just no fight in them at all. They just get stuck and they just kind of sit there. I'm stuck. That's it. It's over. They're like, oh, they're all, they're all like ER, like, you know, I'm stuck in a bush, suppose I'm going to die. Okay. And they just, they just wait there. Uh, so the shepherd comes and, and frees them. So there are all sorts of, like, uh, stories or kind of sub-parables that you could build into this. So maybe, the, as I say, the sheep is delighted to see the shepherd coming and runs towards them. So maybe when the Lord is looking for us, when we, when we experience that, maybe at a pilgrimage or, an, or, or a retreat, the Lord coming for us, maybe we, we run towards him. Fantastic. Maybe we see the Lord coming and go, oh no. <laughs> oh no. I don't want to change. I don't want to change. I'm happy the way I am. Lord, it's okay. Bring me back to where there's food, but just leave me. Leave me where I am. Just leave me, leave me with, the, with, the, with the sheep, but just like, don't pay any particular attention to me. Just let me do my thing. So maybe we don't want to be really led by the shepherd. So maybe we're joyful, maybe we, we rebel, maybe we're stuck. Maybe we're in, in a place where we just kind of can't free ourselves with our own strength. We're just, we're just stuck. We're in addiction or grief or loss, emptiness, loneliness, self-harm, whatever it may be. And we're just, we're just stuck there and we seem to have been here for years. The Lord wants to free us. The Lord wants to lift us up. The Lord wants to welcome us back. And how often does this gospel tell us there is rejoicing in heaven, rejoicing. Not just a kind of, yeah, a mission accomplished, check. Like, you know, the mission, like we, we, we've done this, we're good, the contract has been fulfilled or something like that. It's like there is actual rejoicing. There's happiness when, when one of us, let's not talk about sinners as if they're all out there, when one of us returns. There's rejoicing in heaven over one repentant sinner, over the 99 virtuous men that have no need of repentance. There's another little point as well, though, I think it's, it's important to, to hone in on, is that when the Lord leaves the 99, that's not reckless. He's not, uh, he doesn't, I think, leave the 99 on a whim. He doesn't leave the 99 in danger. I think he provides for the 99, as in he'll lead them to a good pasture, and then he'll leave. I don't, it's not like reckless abandonment of the 99. Keep in mind as well, like the, the parents maybe have a sick child and have other children who aren't ill but still require attention, obviously. You're trying to provide for both while giving each what they need. So I imagine the shepherd will provide for the needs of the 99. So you lead them to pasture and water, and then after checking that everything is okay and that there are no predators around, then he will leave. So he'll provide for them. And then, in a way, if we can stretch the, the, the parable a little, he trusts the sheep to stay put. He trusts the flock to stay put until he comes back. And this, I think, is, is a, like an analogy for the church as well, you know. He provides for us, provides grace, provides the sacraments, provides everything we need, then trusts us, trusts us, and then he's going off in, in, in search, doing the, as they call it, fringe ministry, going off in search of those who are lost. But he hasn't abandoned the 99. 
he's provided for them and he trusts them. So with, with, with teachers te trying to teach a class, with parents, <coughs> with a child who might have more, have greater need, they're trying to provide for the needs of all. And this is anything but reckless, anything but irresponsible. This is what a loving heart does. This is what a loving teacher, parent, this is what our loving God does. Tries to provide for the needs of all. And he does so, so that that sheep that is in particular need might be welcomed back into the flock and that they may be rejoicing in heaven. I would like to, I would hope that I've never strayed so far that, that God had to go out on a limb to pull me back. I don't know though, maybe, maybe my teenage years, maybe I was a bit, let's not go into it, but uh, maybe he did need to pull me back a bit. I guess I'd like to think I've created some joy in heaven, but not for that reason. <laughs> uh, so we ask the Lord today, as he comes in search of us, as he comes in search of anybody we know who's, who's far from him or who's lost, Lord, that we will not resist as you lift us up from the thorns, as you guide us back to safety, as you guide us back to our home, to the flock, to our family, to heaven. Lord, that we will trust you. And Lord, if we are one of the 99, that we will trust also that you have provided for us and that you trust us to stay put until you return. May we, may we not become impatient. May we wait on your word and on your guidance, today and always.